Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I'm Maria Casillas, your co-host, and I am joined here by your other co-host, Cody Sizemore. We are so thrilled to be back here for another week to just talk about things that definitely will impact your life, your business, and maybe maybe other areas of your life as well. All right, Cody, welcome. I'm so glad to see you again this week. <laughs> I, I I know you're like, um, I see you all the time. I know, I know, oh, but it's not, that's always a pleasure. Yeah, not nearly <laughs> enough. So Oh goodness. Well that that thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Uh we do want to make sure we welcome back all of you who have been listening to us, especially after our incredible guest last week. We had Patrick on the show all the way from Malta. It was really fun to have him here. And I thought we got into some pretty interesting discussions in that particular mm-hmm. episode. So yeah. um it's just and I love when when they go in directions that we never really even planned. Sometimes those seem to be the best ones. So I'm kind of hoping that today's the same way. Uh, Cody, you know I'm not on social media nearly as often as I used to be able to be, but every once in a while, because I'm a creature of habit, I will push the little F on there and it'll open up. And because you're one of the people I follow, something always comes up from you. And there, this week was no exception. So within the past couple of weeks, I, I don't remember what day it was, but you had posted something on Facebook and I don't usually take the time to let you know if I like something. But on that one, I took all of four seconds and typed the word yes at the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I knew you'd know exactly what that meant. Um, do you know what I am talking about right now? Which, which particular um, post? Okay, awesome. So I would love if we could just talk about that a little bit because for a couple of reasons. One, I know that some posts are super popular, some are not. And even the ones that don't seem popular on the surface, that doesn't mean they're not awesome posts and that it's not touching people. Um, but interestingly, this one seemed to have a little less engagement than some of the other ones that you've posted. So I want to talk about that for a second. But I also just want to talk about the content of that uh, particular post, because I think that it's something that... Um, I don't know. We're we're probably on a different side of the coin than many others in our industry. So, um, I actually pulled it up. If I don't, if you don't mind, can I read it to you? Because I know you probably yeah. don't have it. Yeah, ready. go for okay. it. Okay. So um, it says, "Had a client increase their giving to their church and increase their fund money after receiving a raise." Paying off debt quickly is great, but having the focus on the quality and impact of the journey rather than the destination is what creates sustainability and will allow them to have a higher likelihood of success. All right. I know that was kind of a lot all at once, but now that I've totally refreshed your memory, let's unpack that for a second. First of all, how significant of a raise did this particular couple get? You don't have to be super specific, but are we talking like just a few pennies every month? Or are we talking like, you know, thousands of dollars a month in a race? And if yeah. so, where do they work? <laughs> yeah. So, so this client in particular, they got uh, like a 7% raise, which basically came out to, um, well, actually the husband got a 7% raise and then the wife also got, you know, like a 3% raise. So basically okay. 10% across the board kind of thing, okay. which, which for them in particular, it came out to um, about $700 per month. month. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Wonderful. So they came to you and said, hey, we just got an extra $700 a month. Here's what we're going to do with it. Or, hey, we just got an extra $700 a month. What should we do with it? How did that come up in conversation? Yeah. Um, they told me about the raise. You know, obviously we were, we were congratulating them about that. And then they said, it was actually interesting because right before they got the, the news of the raise or even the raise in general, mm -hmm. um, we had a, a meeting probably like two weeks before it happened. And they were kind of talking about how like they felt bad about, you know, spending their fun money and, you know, not giving enough and stuff like that. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, why don't you just raise your fund money amount? Or why don't you just give more to the church? And they're like, well, we really want to like pay off this, these debts and, you know, like we want to buy a house and blah, blah, blah. And I kind of just said, you know what? I'm not going to fight you on this right now. But what I will say is between now and the next time we meet, I want you guys to have a serious like sit down discussion and talk about raising those two areas. Not going to tell you you need to, but I at least want you guys to consider it, right? So then we came to this next meeting and they said, hey, we ended up getting a raise. I said, that's <laughs> great. And then they said, so I know that we talked about raising our fund money and giving before and we talked about it. And basically what we want to do is we want to just take this raise money and increase both of those. And I said, so you don't want to put anything towards the debt? And they said, no we're good with where we're at in those regards. Like we're doing a good pace here, but we, we really, really want to, you know, have like this better overall feeling um, mm -hmm. and not feel guilty about it. And then we also really want to give back to the church because we don't feel like we're doing enough. And I said, perfect. Sounds great to me. Mm -hmm. so that's how okay. it all unfolded. Awesome. So, uh, you know, you mentioned the idea of, of the journey, which I, I'm looking here because I want to make sure I don't um, misquote you. But okay, so it's focused on the quality and impact of the journey. Okay, before we get into that, you said that they were feeling guilty about their fund money. Mm -hmm. What was it about that that was making them feel guilty? Was it the amount that they were using? Was it like too much? They didn't feel like it was enough? I don't want to give you any of the, any answers, but I'm curious, what was it about that that made them feel guilty? Yeah, I think that it was just that, like, they're both very driven to get okay. this stuff paid off and then buy a home and then start a family. Okay. So they felt guilty because they're like, well, if we spend this money, then it is going to prolong the goals that we have, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was why they felt guilty. Um, okay. You know, even, like, with their amount that they had, it was, like, a decent amount. It wasn't, like, a ton but it was a okay. decent amount. It was comfortable. Um, but I just encourage them like, please enjoy that money. Like, please. Mm -hmm. And you know, even if we need to give you more so that you can feel like you can enjoy it. Cool. Like we'll do that. Mm -hmm. But I think that was the big hang up for them is, you know, they felt guilty because they felt like they were prolonging their goals when really they're not. Okay. And I do want to get to that in a second, but that's why I was asking mathematically, because sometimes we do math here when they, you said that they were feeling guilty. Uh, is, is it because, you know, there's not enough, et cetera. But then when you said that they added to it and that somehow helped to remove that guilt, is that, is it, I, and I'm trying to put myself in, in your client's shoes right now. 
And so that's why I'm just asking all these questions. Um, but is it because they were dealing with a little bit? And so when they used it, they didn't feel like it was enough to actually have fun with? I think that's the part I'm grappling with right now. Um, because it seems like adding money to it helped them feel better, which is awesome. And taking money from it, it like it doesn't. Okay. So if the guilt came from not putting the money on the debt, I'll, I'll try to you. find. I'll yeah. tell you what it is. Okay. You. I don't think that they felt like they deserved it. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're getting somewhere. Yeah. I think that what they felt was we don't deserve to spend money because we dug ourselves into a hole okay. and we're trying to better our lives now. Right. Okay. So by giving them more, mm-hmm. it actually tells them like, Hey, you do deserve it. So enjoy it. You okay. know, that's what I think the real, this. the real thing is. Okay. So while they had it, they were using it, but felt badly about using it because of that low deserve level. And then when you were able to help them recognize that they had a higher deserve level or level of worthiness, mm-hmm. they, they were able to, even though the math didn't work out, they were able to spend that guilt free. In yeah. the, in the, okay. Perfect. Thank you. I'm sorry that that took me so long in so many sentences to try to wrap my brain around. Okay. But I'm really glad that I went through that process here, you know, it, publicly and embarrassed myself because I think that so many times what we we don't tend to do with our clients, we don't actually, we, we, we sometimes put ourselves in the position of having to have the answer and just knowing the stuff, but it's okay to just go like, I have no idea why, what, let's dig a little bit so we can really figure out what's going on here. So thanks for letting me do that with you. Okay. The part about the journey, I think that that is so important that you use the word sustainability. Tell me what you mean by that. What about this allows it their journey to be more sustainable? Because they have more freedom, you know, like, mm. like when you go super scorched earth or super rigid, mm-hmm. um, I mean, will it create some immediate results? Definitely for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think that it, like, if you're thinking about someone who has to pay off, you know, like, 60 grand in debt um it's not gonna be like a couple month kind of journey you know like they it's gonna be a several month kind of thing mm-hmm. and to be in that just like you know penny pinching mindset for so long a few things are gonna happen either you're gonna stick it out and you're gonna make it happen and through the process of doing that your whole relationship with money is just going to be destroyed because you're going to be living in this like scarcity mindset so that once you get out of debt, you're going to feel like you can't do anything because you conditioned yourself for so long that you can't do anything. The other side of it is that you're going to not make it through. You're, you're not going to be able to push through it because you're going to get burnt out. And then when you get burnt out, you're going to binge spend. And then when you binge spend, you're going to feel guilty about it and you're going to experience some shame. And then when you experience that guilt and shame, you're then going to avoid the problem in the first place because you don't want to go, you don't want to face what happened. You don't want to address it. And then when you avoid the problem, nothing actually works. And then you get completely away from it. And then you're stuck. Mm -hmm. And it snowballs from there. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thinking behind this is like sometimes to help people the most with paying off their debt is actually to give them 
more freedom by being able to actually spend money guilt-free and with complete permission. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's still intentional. So for those of you who are like, oh my gosh, they're just throwing caution to the wind and, you know, they're, they're letting him do whatever. No, it's still a very intentional plan. Yeah. It just, you replace that rigidity with the intentionality. Yeah. Which I think is super important. Um, and by the way, there is another option in there and it's to do it's the combination of those two things. And that's what we did. I'll, I'll be fully honest with you about it. Um, we did stick it out and we did, we made it to the end and we got burnt out and then swung the pendulum the other way because, because they were human, I guess. <laughs> like yeah. when, when you, even if you do it for so long and you've got all of these, these things in place, these habits, if they were, if it was so rigid that you, then you don't know how to live that way anymore. And so it, it just kind of, we weren't trained well in, in the interim. So uh, that is a third option that happens. And I know because it happened to us. So yep. um, I want to talk a little bit about the post itself and the, the I'm going to say the lack of engagement, but I know that that's not truly true. I mean, you could have had things go on behind the scenes that I don't even know about, but mm -hmm. I happened to notice that there were only two comments on there. One of them was mine and the other one was somebody tagging somebody else. Why do you think, because this is why it's interesting to me, because it's like, this is the post that's giving per people permission to not be super rigid. And yet it doesn't seem like very many people are like, yes, that's what I think. Why do you think that is? Well, let's use a comparison. Um, let's talk about, you know, like a um, health influencer. Okay. Or like a personal trainer or whatever it might be, right? Mm -hmm. the, the posts that get the most engagement, the posts that, you know, get the most people excited about like what they're doing or the results that they're getting are the posts of people, you know, seeing those transformations, like, you know, that they're overweight. And then the next picture is that they're like super in shape. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what people want. Like they want to see like, you know, in the financial realm, like they want to see stuff like, Hey, this person paid off three grand in debt this month. This person saved five grand, you know, this month or, you know, whatever it might be because it's exciting and it's, mm -hmm. and it's cool to like, think about like, Oh, well, what if that could be me? You know, like that kind of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you see, you know, a personal trainer or, or if, if, you know, a fitness coach or whatever, and they make a post that says, Hey, you can still get in shape and have ice cream. There, there's probably going to be people who are like, mm, I don't know about that. That's not what I heard. Mm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Even though it might completely be true. You, mm -hmm. could, you could still lose weight in the ice cream for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there's just like a, ah, seems a little bit too good to be true. That's not really what I heard. Where's the proof behind this? Like all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that this really boils down to the old adage of when you are, you know, marketing yourself, um, you don't want to always give people what they need. You know, like hearing this is something that people need. Like people mm -hmm. need to know, like you don't have to throw away your life for the sake of financial gain. Mm -hmm. People need to know that. Um, and it's an important lesson. But when you're marketing, generally speaking, what you want to do is you want to give people what they want first. Mm -hmm. And then once you start working with them, then you can actually give them what they need. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that that's really what it boils down to. 
Yeah. So while it's not doing a whole lot on the social media side necessarily, where you're seeing that impact is in the individual lives of the clients that you are doing this approach with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I made that post not to like, you know, get people to message me or to wow people or anything like that. I made that post because I think it's important for people to understand the reality of what personal finance should and can look like, you know, yeah. and, and, and also like what it looks like to work with me. Like, I'm not going to be that guy who tells you that you should throw everything away for the sake of your finances, you know, like, right. I think it's almost like a, it's like a, it's like a brand building post. It's not really a, um, Hey, message me call yeah. to action kind of post. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. You didn't even ask for a call to action. You didn't put one in there. So that makes perfect sense to me. Um, and that's not why I was, I was curious about it, by the way, I don't, I, I'm certainly not suggesting you're not marketing yourself well, cause you absolutely are. Um, but I, I think that the thing that was so intriguing about that is, um, that I, like it just like, yeah, that that's, that's the heart of it. That's where that's, it's like their values. It, that's where it personalizes it for them. Right. So I, I really appreciate your analogy about the ice cream. I think you're absolutely correct about that. I could see where somebody would think that way. Um, and maybe fun money and giving to their church is not the personal part that somebody else would be really interested in. So the key here is that they were able to give to the things that they valued. That was, that was where my like, yes, came from like, this is, it's a personal plan that is is working for them and it's aligning their spending with what is actually important to them. And it didn't throw all of the debt away. It just like didn't say, well, we're not going to address that. They're still addressing it. But it allowed them, it made them empowered to make those decisions on how quickly that was going to happen and what they were willing to give up and or not give up in order to make it happen faster. So so that's really great. One other thing I just want to bring back, you mentioned when you're talking about like when someone saw a post about, you know, you can lose weight and eat ice cream too. And, and in our minds, we're like, well, that's not what I heard. I'm reminded of part of the conversation that we had with Patrick last week. And that was that whole idea of being told what to think rather than actually being able to figure out how how this looks for ourselves. And um, so I think just as our listeners are kind of hearing us dissect this a little bit, the idea here is to make sure that your clients know how to dis to identify what is important to them. Some we sometimes we don't even know like like what even matters to us, and we've been told by all of these other people around us again, whether it's by government, social media, our parents, whoever. This is what's supposed to be important to you, or this is how you're supposed to do this. And it's like, you know, I mean, it's not that that's not me. It doesn't fit with what works for me. And so I do believe that that is going to be an important part of what we do. And it's just, again, helping them to identify what is it they really want anyway, and not just grasp onto what other people say. Yeah. And I think last thing I'll say on this, I think that this is not only a good learning opportunity for our clients. But I also think it's a good learning opportunity for us as coaches as well, because oftentimes, and, and I'm guilty of this myself, especially like when I first started, mm -hmm. like I was so, so fixated on doing everything that I could to get my clients as much results as quickly as possible. Even if that meant basically saying like, Hey, we got to cut everything out, mm -hmm. you know? And it wasn't good. 
mm-hmm. wasn't good. That was something I had to really grow out of. And I was conditioned for a long time to take that approach. But the more and more that I worked with people, the more and more I realized that there's a better way, you know, mm-hmm. and people will appreciate you for that. Um, even that post, you know, the, the, the wife who was, you know, in that couple that I was coaching, mm-hmm. she saw the post, she loved the post. Mm-hmm. And what that did was basically, it just, it basically validated her, you know, yep. like, okay, like, this is a good thing. You know, like, this is something that we deserve. This is something that we're worthy of, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I feel even better about it, you know, yeah. so, and that goes a long way, because when it comes to personal finance, like, it's not all about the numbers, you know, a lot of it has to do with mindset, emotional, mental stuff, like, so if you keep that in mind, um, it's really, really important. And it can up level not just your clients, but also you as a coach as well. Yeah, I agree. Well, I really appreciate you putting it out there, not just for them, but for us as well. And I I love that you're willing to just help me unpack stuff that I see once in a while, since I don't have time to look at it on my own. I'm like, Hey, I'll just use our time when we're, when we're on the podcast and figure mm-hmm. out what's up, what's going on. So I appreciate that you guys, we really appreciate you tuning in every week. We always invite you to join our community in Facebook, which is free to join. And the name of that is the financial coaches community by new money habits. We encourage you to just do a quick search, find us there, answer a couple of really simple questions. And we would love to have you in there. Uh, is there anything else that I did not mention today that we think we need to do? I don't think so. No, I, I think, I think yeah. Good. So awesome. All right, you guys. Well, we appreciate you coming in today. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.